Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's do this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hello, mamas. So it is Cesarean Awareness Month. We are still in April. And so we are continuing to talk about cesareans. If you haven't listened to the past two episodes in episode 130, we went over what a cesarean is, a bit of the history, and reasons why they occur here in the U.S. along with some cesarean rates. And, and stuff like that. So if you're interested, go check out that episode. I will link it in the show notes or you can just look a few episodes back. And then also episode 131, I had an interview with another podcast called Time in the Studio and I shared my journey with a cesarean birth and how it really has propelled me to help other women along this journey and also, you know, my journey of achieving an unmedicated VBAC and really what that was all like. And so in today's episode, I really want to discuss different ways that we can recover from a cesarean, whether this was unplanned or planned, you know, really just kind of discussing the physical and emotional toll from a cesarean on a woman's body and really just going over how we can take a few steps to help heal and really get on a track of of healing our body in the postpartum period after having a cesarean. So I want to start off first by really going into the physical recovery from a cesarean and you're probably going to receive some sort of documentation, really kind of outlying uh, some sort of protocol, or maybe it's going to be a brief explanation of be gentle with your incision, uh, take it easy, things like that, like very, very generic kind of overlay of of what you can expect in the postpartum period after having this major surgery on your body. And I do want to point that out and and say number one of ways that we can recover from a cesarean is to really be gentle with the incision. But let's get a little bit deeper with that. So I have a bunch of tattoos. I don't know if you've ever seen any pictures of me, but I have had to recover from getting a tattoo. And I felt like that was sort of similar in care with dealing with this incision that I now had. And so when you are showering, for example, like they also say, you know, don't submerge it in water. That's something that you can't do with a tattoo as well. So I was like, okay, so showering. And I also know from having tattoos that we don't want to run water directly over that space. So since it is your lower abdominal area, I suggest, you know, standing in the shower with the shower head facing 
your back. So you are standing there fully letting the water hit your back directly and slowly just letting some water trickle down onto the front. So it is flowing over it, but it's not directly blasting onto your incision. You can also do this if you have more space in the shower or a larger amount of room that you can take a washcloth and just squeeze it up on your chest and have the water slowly kind of just trickle down like soapy water, hot soapy water, um, and really just kind of let it pass over the incision. We don't want to be rubbing it. We don't want to be rough with it. We want to be as gentle as possible in the beginning because it is an incision on our body and it's something that, you know, we need to clean, we need to take care of, but we need to also let it kind of be and breathe and heal. So they also now make these silicone strips that you can get. There's a few different companies that are making them and using them. So after it is cleaned and taken care of and maybe you're pat drying it or air drying it, then I believe, you know, I have not personally used the silicone strips, but I would assume that's when you're using them. And I think this is a really great idea because without the silicone strips, I was using a pad that I just sort of flipped around and inverted and stuck on as if you were sticking it on to the inside of your underwear. I stuck it on to the top of my pants. I had very, very stretchy, uh, basically like leggings, yoga pants, things like that. And I had stuck on a pad right there on top of the incision so that nothing was rubbing up against it, but it was protected. And so really just, you know, looking up different ways and taking note of of just making sure it's clean and taken care of and just being very, very gentle with it. Also, you know, the ways that you're holding your baby, maybe you're breastfeeding and you want to make sure that you are holding your baby in a way that they are not directly touching or rubbing against the incision or doing anything that can irritate it. If you have older kids, you know, really calling out that, you know, we have to be careful around mommy's stomach or we have to be gentle and and really just having that conversation with them for a little bit. Like I said, if this was unplanned, you were not preparing them to be gentle in that way. But maybe if you were telling them to be gentle while you were pregnant, you're still kind of following the, that sort of protocol, like, okay, we have to be gentle with mommy. Again, though, you know, you're not picking up the baby. You're not, uh, well, you're older children. Um, you're you're not um, doing any overexerted movement that is going to affect the incision. So really just being gentle with it, going a little bit deeper into that, and really seeking out any sort of information that can allow you to feel more comfortable with how you have to handle your incision. So that's number one. Number two is going to be rest your body. This is so important for anyone in the postpartum period, but I think this is even more important after you had a cesarean because like I keep saying, this is a major surgery. This is something that has 
Um, you know, you have been on fluids, you have had anesthesia, you have had other other things occurring with your body, in your body. Um, it might have been traumatic. It might have been an experience that was very uncomfortable and hard for you to process. And so making sure that we're resting our body, just staying in bed as much as possible, you're probably going to be required to stay in the hospital for a couple of days and be monitored. So really just taking that time to rest and recover and really just try to utilize that time to acknowledge what your body has been through and give yourself permission to stay in bed and rest your body. And a few things that might help you is using pillows behind you to prop yourself up while you sleep. I remember it being very hard for me to lay down and sit up because of the incision. And so really just propping some pillows up and almost just sleeping, sitting up can be a lot more comfortable and a lot more forgiving on your abdomen and, and really just minimizing that movement with the incision and with that area and allowing you to still get very supported sleep and rest, but doing it in a way that you are moving in the least amount of way as possible. And another tip could be to use a step stool to get in and out of bed. Uh, when you're at the hospital, there's going to be different maneuvers and equipment and things and such that maybe even a nurse comes in and helps assist you getting in and out of bed. Once you go home, some of those precautions, some of those assistance is not going to be there anymore, but you still need to be resting your body. You still need to be recovering. And so if you have a bed that is up a little bit higher, then maybe getting a step stool to kind of climb up and then <laughs> throw yourself down on the bed could be a lot more beneficial and, and easy to sort of transition with. Um, in, in getting in and out of bed if you need to. I mean, obviously, if you need to go to the bathroom, if you want to, you know, pick up baby, if you just need to move around a little bit, then utilizing a step stool could, could really help. Or maybe even, you know, setting up a bed if you have two floors and you're coming home from the hospital, maybe staying downstairs, like maybe even staying on the couch for a week, maybe, you know, using a a blow-up mattress or, or some other bed that is not as high or not as difficult to get in and out of. So making sure that we're kind of just going over how we're moving our body, how we are getting to and from places, and really remembering to rest our body as much as possible. And number three is going to be heal your body with food. So this is something that I am super passionate about. I have done a couple episodes on how we can really use nutrition to heal our body and help us recover during this time. I'm currently taking another nutrition class right now that is specifically for pregnancy and preparing for birth, and it is just full of so much information, and I am just 
loving all of this and learning just how we can really utilize food to help nourish us and heal us when we need it most. And with that, also making sure that we're staying super hydrated, making sure that we're consuming enough water throughout the day is going to be so beneficial in healing our body and allowing us to recover from the cesarean. So, you know, I'll link a few other episodes that I talked about healing with nutrition and feel free to reach out to me, message me. You can email me or message me on Instagram and really just let me know like what you're wondering or what you're curious about when it comes to food if you're currently pregnant or even in the postpartum period because this is something that I am super passionate about like I said and something that I am learning so much about and I'm just you know eager to share this with as many mamas as possible. So I want to create more resources. I want to know what you're thinking about. I want to know where you need help with. I want to know what you're really Googling or what you're, you know, constantly thinking about or what you're, you know, worried about even in in any stage of of motherhood, Um, you know, specifically pregnancy and birth and postpartum. And so, let me know where you're kind of at with that and I would love to help you. So I, um, you know, want to make a lot of resources and a lot of different material with this. So please reach out to me if you have any questions specifically and let me get the information that you are looking for to you. And so, yeah, that's really important. Just making sure that we're healing our body with food and really taking that into consideration you know, what are you consuming, making sure it's really easy to have our bodies process because if our the food that we're eating is very easy to digest and very easy to process, then our body doesn't have to work overtime to break that down. And it can utilize its energy to be doing things that your body needs to recover from. You know, you still have that area in your body from the placenta that is needing to heal. You have the incision that's needing to heal, the layers of all of the incision. You just, you need to be healing in other ways and your body needs to be utilizing its energy as as much as possible to do these things. So making sure that our food is something that we don't have to think about and, and something that um, we can really just make sure that we're nourishing our body in different ways. Hey mamas, I just wanted to take a second and stop real quick and talk about Postpartum University. If you are a mama or if you are a professional serving moms, it is an amazing resource to have. And there is also now monthly memberships that you can be a part of to get training resources and materials to help moms heal in the postpartum period. And like I said, if you're a mom, there are amazing resources for you there as well to help along the way. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you to check that out. And with that, let's just get back to the episode. So number four is going to be practice self-care. And I'm sure you have heard this so many times. If you have other children 
or this is your first time, then you've probably just in your life heard you need to practice more self-care and and maybe you took that and were able to find ways to relax and find ways to fill your cup back up again and you have learned the importance of self-care and you have found a routine or habits that really help contribute to this but if not that's okay too and you know this is a great time to really look and see and learn what it means to really take care of yourself and really make sure that you are having your priorities hit and you are having what you need in order to function easier and really be able to take on anything that's coming to you um, during this time. And with that too, specifically from healing from a cesarean, I want to add a scar massage into that self-care practice. And if you don't know what this is, there are a bunch of different ways that you can really be acknowledging your scar and massaging it. And this can just be, you know, as basic as just stimulating the scar and really just getting familiar with it. Um, There's different techniques. There's different ways that you can start to desensitize it and really allow all the fascia to connect back to each other and and allow it to become more elastic in that area and allow it to have more flexibility and really get the mobility back in that area, which is going to take time if you just had a cesarean please go back to, you know, just being gentle with it, resting your body and healing with food for now. This scar massage, all of the other self-care techniques that you're going to get into are going to happen on later. Right now, maybe you're just, again, like getting familiar with it, looking at it, touching it very gently, things like that. But as you progress in the healing process, you're really going to want to look into different techniques, um, pinching it, uh, rolling it, doing different things with that skin and getting it to really be able to be manipulated in different ways is going to be very beneficial in healing the scar and almost making it so it's not as visible anymore. You're not going to have a raised inflamed area you want to really treat it take care of it and just sort of work with it and another thing that you can do or you can look into is called cupping and it's basically this little tiny suction cup that you allow to suction up the area of the incision and pull it across the area and that really allows that mobility to come back through again if you have a pelvic floor therapist in your area then they are usually able to do this or really demonstrate the scar massage and the cupping techniques that are going to be really beneficial to your incision. So looking out for that and and looking to get 
familiar with those different techniques can be super beneficial and I think can really be part of your self-care because you can use this along with maybe listening to a meditation or doing some sort of relaxation technique. And when you're laying there in bed at night even, use that time to do your scar massage because if you're laying there if you know you're slowly falling asleep or or whatnot you can do this really from anywhere at any time so you know using this time to really be mindful and and really just tap back in with yourself um can can be amazing for recovering from your cesarean and you know that really leads into number five which is processing your birth. You know, there's there's aspects of self-care that can be physical, but also it's very much an em- emotional journey. And processing your birth, processing that cesarean delivery can really be beneficial for emotionally recovering from a cesarean and really just taking the time to discuss and reflect on the emotional toll that the cesarean had, including, you know, any feelings, any, you know, maybe it was an experience that you enjoyed and were surprised at what your body was capable of doing if you were awake during the procedure, if you had a clear drape and you were able to witness this occurring maybe it felt empowering and really kind of taking the time to reflect upon that and and see what your body has been through and gone through or maybe you know you do have feelings of disappointment or guilt or you felt like you were not in control of the situation and there's a lot going on there that you need to process. So, you know, what can help with this is journaling, talking with somebody, really getting out all of those emotions, and really just taking the time to fully process um, what was going on. So I will link another episode um, in the show notes about how you can begin processing your birth this was with Shelly Rahim, who is just amazing, and I am loving seeing her grow and progress and the work that she does. I think so many people can learn from. So that interview was really meaningful and and helpful, I think, in any kind of birth processing, but specifically when it comes to cesarean deliveries, I think it's even more important to take this time to really analyze what had occurred and take the time now to go through that and really reflect upon it because if there's something that is there that is holding you up and needing to be processed if we are not taking the time now to really go through and do the work now I do believe it is going to come up another time in your life or it's going to continuously be something that is holding you back and stopping you from being the mother that you are meant to be. So really taking this time while we are in that rest period and in this flow of it being so fresh and new, 
really utilizing it, maybe even, like I said, just journaling, getting it out, filling pages upon pages if you need to about your birth and about what happened. You don't need to share it with anybody. You don't need to you know, put it out on display or, or do anything else with it, but really giving that moment to yourself and giving yourself the gift of emotionally releasing anything that comes up and really taking the time to process your birth. And then number six is going to be find support. You know, if you do have a lot of stuff that's coming up in processing your birth, find somebody that you can tell this information to. If you have a doula, maybe at your postpartum visit, you're taking the time to talk with her and taking the time to talk with them and really begin to unfold how you're feeling and what's going on and really just getting that out to somebody. And maybe they can connect you with a support group or or somebody that is more you know, qualified to handle different circumstances, or maybe they're really awesome at just holding that space with you and allowing you to get that information out and and really just process what you need to. Um, confining in our partners too, you know, having a loved one that is really willing to just sit and listen and maybe even preparing them for that. Like, Say, look, I don't need you to say anything. I just need you to listen because I just need to get this out. And really taking the time to seek that support and really just look into maybe even, you know, having a therapist. If you are still currently pregnant right now, I highly suggest just getting situated with a therapist, allowing them to know what you're like now, allowing them to, you know, build up that relationship and really just get familiar with your your life and your situation and what's going on and help build that established connection with someone that if there is something that you need somebody to talk to, they can be a go-to person. They can be somebody to connect to and somebody that is really in your corner. Because I think ultimately that's what is so important about support groups or, or having other people in your circle that are going to be there to support you because they are on your side. They want to help you. They want what's best for you. They want to really allow this time in your life to be an easy transition. So those are six ways that I really feel are super beneficial and helpful in recovering from a cesarean. So I, I hope that they helped and um, let me know if you have any other ways or what you utilized um, recovering from your cesarean and what else you would like to hear about or go more in depth about or if you know somebody who is doing some really amazing work around recovering from cesareans or dealing with cesareans or VBACs and you want to you know hear more from them or if you are somebody who is in this realm of work and really would be interested in coming and sharing your story and sharing, you know, how you help moms and you help women during this transition of their life. And 
whether it was planned or unplanned, I feel like if you have not had a cesarean before, you don't know what the experience is going to be like. And I really feel like just acknowledging that and taking the time to say, this is new. This is a new experience. This is a new journey. This is something that I am learning from and something that I am going through. And it's okay if it's hard sometimes because you're not going to be amazing at it right away. You're not going to have a fully healed scar day one. It is a slow process. It is a healing journey. But there are ways that we can transition more smoothly and we can really listen to our body and find others that are going to help us during this time because we don't need to linger in uncomfortable situations longer than we need to. And I really just want to take this time to sum everything up and really just encourage you to seek support and advice from either your provider or other people in your area or, you know, look at episodes of this podcast, reach out to me and utilize this information to help heal because we need to ask for help sometimes and we need to work through this process in order to get to where we want to be. And I think, you know, you listening to this episode, you staying here and consuming this information is such a huge step. And I just really want to acknowledge that and say that you are doing an amazing job and you are working to create the experience that you want to live. And, you know, if you're looking on ways to recover from a cesarean, you want to heal from it. You want to recover. You want to be on the path of of living a motherhood experience that aligns with who you want to be and how you want to grow and really what you want this transition to look like. So thank you for being here. I am so excited to share this information with you and really just have you here. So if you found this episode helpful, if you want to know more information, um, if you you know really enjoyed listening to this episode, please review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this leave a review more than you know you can you can just leave the the star review or you can write out a review and say what these episodes mean to you and what it is allowing you to see and uncover and how it is empowering you in your motherhood journey so share it with a friend that might need to hear this subscribe if you haven't already and really just enjoy this time. Enjoy the transition of entering motherhood. And I hope that you are on a path of recovery from whatever kind of situation you were experiencing. So see you later, mamas. 
Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.